The key to the martini is not to let it get warm. You have to drink it before. There's nothing worse than a warm, than warm martini. Liquor, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 33 of The Drunk Web. Welcome. The Drunk Web is available on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else. Anywhere else you can get podcasts, you can get The Drunk Web. There's also a Patreon page slash The Drunk Web. So if you want to be a part of it, you want to send me messages, support the show, whatever, it's all there. This podcast is about software engineering by an engineer, yours truly, your host, myself. My name is Sina. I bring in badass technologists to my headquarters, uh, also also known as my my kitchen. Um, beautiful kitchen. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we have a bunch of drinks, and then we talk about technology, typically a topic near and dear to their heart. The Drunk Web, my beloved podcast that I have been hosting for a few years now, has been getting offhanded, kind of passive-aggressive comments about not having enough women guests. As if that's by choice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this episode is about. Not purely, but uh, that's where we're going to start. The massively talked about subject of women in technology. Us New Yorkers, East Coasters, or actually either coasters, city folks, <laughs> liberals or liberal-leaning, progressive-leaning intellectuals and or intellectual wannabes are constantly patting ourselves on the back about our ideas on diversity and inclusion. There are countless social media posts, events, meetups, conferences talking about this, which I happen to think is a positive for the most part. And somehow we don't seem to think the issue is getting enough airtime. Yet I believe like any other story, it has many sides, including one most of us are uncomfortable with and may not want to talk about. I plan to do that very thing during this episode. Hence the reason why I have this badass lady developer in front of me to help me unpack it all. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello, Instagram. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please <clears throat> welcome Aliyah Andujo. Hi, everybody. How's it going? All right. Welcome to the Drunk Web. Yes. Salud. Cheers. Salud. All right. Aliyah told me that uh, she is a listener of the show. So as you know, as a listener, what do you think uh, happens next? I talk about my drink. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the guest announces the drink. So what have you picked for, for this evening? Uh, today is a gin martini and we have chosen Hendrix you know, with a rinse of uh, sweet vermouth and a micro splash of olive juice. Normally, blue cheese olives, sans the blue cheese. So it, we're having regular olives tonight. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's also uh, a bunch of cookies on this table. I'm so excited. Staring at us in the <laughs> face. <laughs> these I'll tell you where these cookies came from. So today I had uh, brunch with a friend of mine, also named Sina. He was on the podcast before. And uh, I had no idea that he's a baker. I was... Kind of, I call it micro stocking. I saw what was happening today and I was like, God, please let there <laughs> Bring be cookies. cookies. <laughs> Bring in cookies. Let there be cookies. Uh, it, it, it came true. And so thank you, Sina, for these cookies. Thank um, you, Sina. Yes. So uh, let's begin. 
you do not live in New York, so you flew out yesterday. Uh, you live in Seattle. Um, tell us what you do and uh, where are you, uh, work, uh, what you're doing for work, and how did you get there? Very exciting story. So I um, am a incident response security analyst for Costco Corporate. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Costco before. <laughs> They're pretty amazing. I uh, just uh, disclaimer: my opinions are my opinions, not the opinions of my employer, Costco. Um, but they are pretty cool. They uh, took a chance on me, and um, I had um, this like resume that had like education and training. I went to CTFs, and but I didn't have on-the-job experience, which was a little bit discouraging but I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna put in my app see what happens and I talked to the manager and he was like you know what you're articulate you can um you know what you're doing you can actually see the big picture let's hire you and I was like holy shit they <laughs> actually hired me <laughs> like with no job experience and you just have to go in confidently and be like oh, I'm gonna rock this and that that's it so right now I'm uh taking care of alerts that are coming into our network whether it be like phishing or um any type of malware any type of uh user interaction like first layer of um the uh, the osi model so like people who come in you know, and they accidentally click a link and they're not supposed to, or they bring in a USB or they download software that they're not supposed to. So I blow up machines or phones <laughs> on the Wi-Fi, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's been, um, a fresh breath air and I love it. I mean, there's been so many opportunities and training experiences that they have given me and they, um, my manager is amazing. I have an amazing team as well. Uh, I call my cubicle the playpen, and <laughs> so I have my my cube mates who come in, and we um, I have I'm the one woman in my cubicle. We have another woman; she's a, a senior, but um, yeah, it's like it's awesome. It's a collaborative effort. You know, it's like family and. The, you know, we come from different backgrounds. So. How long have you been there? Um, <laughs> I've been there since August. Since August, okay. Yeah. So, so fairly new. Uh, mm -hmm. But this isn't your first engineering gig. Um, it is not. No. Right. I try. I try to remember what. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, um. Yeah. No. Um. I did a internship with um, a Canadian company. And we did social engineering and reconnaissance mm -hmm. um, on hotels for vulnerability assessment. I signed an NDA, so I can't like talk about like no, which hotels okay. or whatever. Yeah. But um, I learned a lot of how to physically assess vulnerabilities on right. property, and it was um, it was such an amazing experience. Yeah. You've also done some work with the government. The, yes, is that right? Yes. Okay. DOJ, okay. shout out. Woo -woo. <laughs> shout out, DOJ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's jump right into it. Give us a general idea. How has your experience been working in a quote-unquote male-dominant industry where there's a lot of complaining about, um, I can't get the job, uh, I'm not, uh, there's discrimination, there's um, 
work situation is not as great as it could be. Uh, I have no idea. I'm not asking you because I know the answer. I have some ideas because we've communicated before mm-hmm. the podcast. But tell us generally how your experience has been. Um, and you're in Seattle. Yes. Okay. The, a very liberal state. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really experienced that. I came from California, so I'm an Orange County girl. And that's very liberal as well. Well, no, Orange County, not so liberal. But the state of California is liberal. But from my personal experience, um, I didn't let that hint. Like the idea of discrimination, I went in there with my resume. I went in there with my experience. I went in there knowing my shit. Like you go in there, you you, and you don't let them intimidate you. But they're, they're it's a job. You don't let anyone in. The, it, Yes, it's an intimidating environment, obviously, but there's no intimidation factor. And the thought of like, oh, I'm the only woman on the team or I'm the only woman that's applying for this position never crossed my mind because I studied my ass off. Um, I took all the opportunities that I could at conferences. I networked and uh, I asked them the questions in order to get this job. So the idea of like discrimination or the experience, I have never experienced that in this situation. Right. So um, that I never, that's not my personal experience. Right. That's not to say that that does not exist, of course. Of course. Right. But um, I always think, if someone who looks like you and talks like you and uh, is, is, is from is from where you are from, if they have done it, you can do it too. Because, you know, the intimidation thing that you're talking about, what do you think that feels like for men? I mean, going in with like six guys uh, sitting in it's front of you. It's the same feeling. It's, it's the same feeling. It's perhaps a little easier for guys to handle it, but it's not like men are getting some kind of pass, at least in, in my experience, and I don't know if my experience is, is that unique. It's extremely scary to walk into. And guys Absolutely. have this like dick measuring thing too that yes. you guys don't have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, you, of course, you have your own challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, I am by no means... Um, you I mean, know, I can have a lady goes. part that I can measure too, I guess. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and the guys are not going to... Uh, uh, you know, there's this... There's this idea that because if only I was this other kind of person, things would have happened for me. And let's just say that happens sometimes because we don't know. We don't know for sure. But to say that if only I was this thing, good things would have happened to me, Mm -hmm. I just don't buy that. I just don't buy that every company on the planet is now the entire world is now against you because you are a minority or because you're a and I say that as a minority myself. Of course, I'm a minority as well. Right. But, I, but that's like projection. That's something that you have to deal with yourself. Those are those are your feelings. Whether it, you know it, it was because you had an abusive past or you whatever, you need to deal with them. You are the only one that controls your own feelings. And no one else does that for you. That's you. So you go in there, you 
know your shit. You go in there confidently and you're like, I own this. I recently took an exam and I said, this test is my bitch and I'm going to <laughs> fucking pass. <laughs> and I did. I, I was, I was determined to do it. And I said, I'm going to do it. And I got my cert. So that's the approach that like most people need to take whether with anything, it doesn't have to be yeah. a job interview. It, it can be anything like personality wins. Right. You know, I didn't have on the job experience. And I told them, hey, I promise you I'm going to be loyal. I promise you that my worth ethic. And I said, you can take my word or don't take my word. Mm-hmm. I can find something else. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, and they believed me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm producing the work that I promised. Right. Yeah. And you are where you are because of, of who you are. I mean, if, you're, if you don't produce the work... I mean, anybody gets replaced. It doesn't matter yeah, if you're a man, woman, or yes, alien. I mean, absolutely. You're, you're just going to get replaced. It's not purely because you are, or it's not solely because... Of my know, gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> the gender. I mean, trust me, this this country is built on greed and money. Yes. And <laughs> and I'm not saying that as a negative. That's a totally different topic. We can we can talk about that. Preach. But, um, but yeah. But, uh, it's... <laughs> It's whatever it is, capitalism, right? Yes. And capitalism says if people work well, they are welcome, right? Yes. If, if you produce, no CEO or no manager is going to be like, this person works so well. Like they are kicking They're ass. They're kicking ass. I can't but, deal with them anymore. But, They're making me look bad. Right. But just because they are this kind of person or this kind of gender, it's in their best interest and in, in, it's in their best selfish interest to say, I'm going to put that thing aside and hire this person because they're going to help us make more money. Let's, let's talk for real. Right? Or this save is, money. Or save money. Yeah. Um, again, I don't want to make it sound like I don't understand that discrimination exists, but I think the difference is that discrimination exists for everybody. I mean, let's, let's talk for a second about the way we, we talk about white men. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm not a white. I'm border borderline white man. I don't know if I'm considered by white man or no but, way. You're <laughs> not borderline. <laughs> but but what happens is people just come out and say we can't have another white man president. Okay. Um. I hear you. We have <laughs> we've had so many of those. And who and, says that? Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of people actually just on television on national television saying that I can't watch so, TV. I just, but, <laughs> just yeah. but I get that. Like I get, I get the anger. Yeah. I get the, I understand that there's been a lot of those guys and they fuck things up. They've also done some good things, mm-hmm. but imagine if you said that same thing about black women, right? Right. You would lose your job. <laughs> you would lose your everything. <laughs> so how is that not purely racist and sexist to say that we should, we should think about qualifications rather than there could be a white man identifications correct yeah right so um i want to ask you a question because you're clearly you found a way to deal with the fear to deal with the challenges of Mm -hmm. going in and standing in front of these people who uh, are going to be judgmental of Mm -hmm. course because they're trying to pick the best candidate um you found a way you have you had the strength you have the personality you Mm -hmm. did that there are women who are nowhere near as aggressive how do they assertive do? assertive yes <laughs> <laughs> how, how, what's the, what do you say to them 
What's the, what's the first thing that they can do for themselves? We're a community and you need to reach out to those resources. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a background where it was very tumultuous and, you know, a, a very, I, I have similar stories with other women and I can relate. You guys probably hear the undertones of where I'm coming from. You know, and I want to let you know that I'm here with you. I'm, I don't want to be divisive and, um, it's, it's something that we need to work as like, you know, uh, it's like a spider web, you know, you've got your center and you need to reach out, you know, networking, communication is, is fucking key when it comes to like trying to get a job or how did you do it or I feel like this or I I I don't feel like this or or whatever you know um I am very open and transparent when it comes to stuff like that so I don't where was my point? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we talk practically? Right? Yes. So let's say you 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 go to school and you have sure. a, you have a degree, or you go to a coding boot camp mm-hmm. and and you're a lady coder, and uh, but you don't think you're ready to go and interview. For example, right? That's everybody feels that. I, I mm-hmm. run this meetup on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes in from boot camps. Like I don't know if I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly for women. Mm-hmm. who feel nervous about d- doing interviews or going in front of people and showing them their code and doing code walkthroughs, things like that. What are some of the things that yes. you think they can do to make it easier? Okay, so um, my background is in criminal justice and I had an amazing mentor. And we went through mock panel interviews you get your closest friends who are going to grill you, who are going to ask you some tough questions, which will probably not be in the interview, mm-hmm. but it gives you enough anxiety. You, it gives you enough sweat on your palms where you're like, okay, this can be worse. Mm-hmm. And the real interview is going to be a fucking cakewalk. Mm. So, I highly recommend uh, mock panel interviews. Then I highly recommend talking to other people who are in that same position. It doesn't have to be at the same company, but prepare yourself. Don't go in there blind. That's unprofessional. You go in there, you research their website, you research their CEO, you research their their mottos, their ethics, their their moral values, and you prepare yourself. And uh, that's, I mean, that's just common sense. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I think, the, well, the complaining is not going to go anywhere, right? The complaining is, we know that doesn't work. Um, we were talking about millennials yesterday, which I think I, I qualify as one, but we'll see. Supposedly, I qualify as one too, but I thought I was Gen X, but I oh. guess I'm border. Okay. I don't know. Well, uh, either way, I think young people right now are, you know, we get a lot of shit, from old, from old people because they're like, well, you and your phones and it's I'm never like, going away. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? 
grandpa. You, your head was in the newspaper fucking six hours a day. So stop it. I mean, we all have our own, you know, toys. But so we get a lot of shit. But I do think, I genuinely think that this generation, the young people right now, are entitled. Well, I was going to get there, but before, <laughs> <laughs> before, before saying that, I was going to say they're actually pretty badass. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot done. Yeah. I think that there are so many successful young people, opportunities mm-hmm. um, have been there for them, but they've they've done it. I know so many people in their 20s in New York who are kicking ass. They're progressive. Uh, they're forward thinkers. Yeah. And um, politically, people are getting involved. You know, this is something that I don't think... The immediately previous generation really had to do much because things were great. I mean, for the most part, uh, mm-hmm. you go back um, maybe a couple of generations in in the United States, people were politically involved when um, I think Nixon, when things like yes. that were happening. But the sixties, right? The sixties with the wars, and, mm-hmm. but just looking at those kids who came out for um, or against. Gun, uh, violence. gun violence, things yes. like that. So I think something to be said about young people right now, but at the same time, I think we're extremely entitled. So thinking that, oh, I can just go into this job interview and I'm supposed to get it. What makes you think that? I don't mean that for women or men. I just mean it as a person. What makes you think that you are the best person to go get this job? If you get it, that's great. I would love for you to get the job. <laughs> yeah. but But of all the people who want this job, you think you are going to go in and and you are owed that job. So to get upset about not getting a certain position, it, to me, it's just ludicrous, right? It's just... Mind-boggling. It, uh, yeah. And then you they write a review like, oh, this is the worst, like <laughs> false. But you, you actually do your research right. as a security analyst. And you're like, oh, this profile <laughs> was only, you know, created mm. a day ago. Oh, you've actually, have you done that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. Well, so Instagram, for example, Mm -hmm. you look at the controversial postings and then you look at the people, the trolls. Right. And then you (laughs) look at their profile, zero posts, Mm. and then they created it like maybe a day ago because they want to stay anonymous. They're they're purposely throwing out false propaganda or false whatever in order to rile people up. Right. Maybe it's the Russians. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's all just to like create animosity and aggression. Right. And, and it's silly. Let's play devil's advocate for a second. Yes. We know that the other side of the story also happens, right? You go in, you do really great. Somebody just doesn't like you. They're just an asshole, the interviewer. Yes, and, I've experienced that too. And you, yeah. So have I. I've tried not to be that person. Mm-hmm. I hope that I've never been. But if I have, it wasn't intentional. But so we don't know what you're going to deal with. I'm talking to whoever's going to do an interview, right? You're listening. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, oh, I've done a bunch of interviews. I was discriminated against. I'm not even going to limit this to women. I'm a minority or I'm a white dude. And I was discriminated against because nowadays, you know, people are talking shit about us. Okay, great. so let's let's say that happens right we don't know for sure whether you're going to run into somebody like that or somebody who's going to be fair so you might as well do the best that you can and all you need is one job Mm -hmm. right all you need is to convince one company that you like 
to hire you. So if if this one doesn't, <laughs> next, there's the next one, right? There's hundreds, Absolutely. thousands of companies. Yes. There, right? It's not the end of the world if right. you don't get this job. Right. You think that this might be, you know, I, okay, so... <laughs> a personal experience. I swore up and down that this certification was going to change my life. I failed so many times and I thought, oh my Which God. certification is that? Um, it was the GSEC. But, okay, backstory. I was very green. I was in the um, Women's Academy at Sands and I didn't know anything about technology. I just started my 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 second major in uh, computer technology. And I was like, I don't know. I, th- I literally was sitting in class and I was rereading the exam books and it looked for- like a foreign language. Mm. Like it was out of this world. And they allowed me to take it three times and I, and I failed. And so I was kicked out of the program. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> but at that time, I thought it was the end of the world. I thought I'm never going to go anywhere. I'm never right. going to um, be in security. I thought that that was my gateway. Mm. Why? So let me let's switch gears for a second. Why security? Why? Why was that appealing to you? Oh my goodness. So I'm a creeper at nature. <laughs> um, I, so like, it's a very like fast track. So I was in law enforcement. So hold on. Yes. Sorry, was, was so imagine, so, so talking about the, the, the gender differences. Imagine as a guy, if I said that, Hey, I'm naturally a creeper. Like, you're, you're done. You're done. Nobody's hiring you ever again. Right? You lose all your friends. <laughs> How can you say, but as a, like, it's totally okay as a woman to say that. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. It's just a label. Yeah, like yeah. who, ca- I mean, if a guy said it, I would still think it was fucking funny as shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, uh, you know, investigative as nature right. and I want to find the truth and I don't want to be lied to. And so that's where the security background came from. Right. And, and people deserve to know the truth. People don't need to have this facade, this smoke and mirrors. So I said, let's, let's um, go into security and then actually create security awareness. Right. Uh, do you know how many people know how to secure their accounts? No. 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 <laughs> it's like in the 90 percentile. Right. Yeah, yeah. They use the same password for all their accounts. Right. That, I'm letting everyone know right now, that is the most um, dumbest thing that <laughs> you'll ever do in your entire life. Same Please password. don't do that. Same password. Same everywhere. password. Can they can they be slightly different? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just to remember, you know. You can use um, uh, it, it, your own type of like, how do I say this? Um, like profile of your your password. Right. <laughs> hello, Instagram. Um, hello. So, um, can yeah? So, can you have a phrase, but then? change it up just slightly yeah or whatever account like if if it's gmail like at you know sneak in a g and an m somewhere correct in the middle, right yes yeah. so is, is you good? can remember right so 
words of association. You, I create passphrases. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to actually tell you like what kind of passphrases I use. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any children. So I'll use that example. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use like Sally is going to soccer practice in December, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you associate those type of accounts. So like S would be for your, I don't know. um, Spotify? Spotify account. There you go. Mm -hmm. So you remember, you know, um, your Bank of America, Bobby needs to be picked up, whatever. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. And you can change your vowels to like numbers you so can that put way in spaces like an underscore or a dash right. or whatever so then your passwords are not even remotely similar exactly right so and then, then it takes thousands of years for a hacker to try to compromise your account don't use your same username either really yes Oh, that's rough. I mean, you get now, <laughs> now, now you're going to remember <laughs> username and password. So there's this program called Maltigo, mm. and they can associate your everything mm. with um, all of your accounts that are online. But they need to have access to those databases, right? No. So how do they? By the way, there's something seriously wrong with Instagram. I keep we had some technical difficulties. We're back. So we were talking about uh, things that regular people can do today yeah. to make themselves more secure. Correct. Online. Okay. So we talked about passwords. Yes. You said come up with phrases. I, that's cool. I'm actually going to do that. You said don't use the same username either. No. But then when I asked you uh, how, how do hackers find your password without having access to the database, to Spotify's database? Oh. Exciting. Let's okay, do this. I'm so excited to All tell right. you. All right, tell me. So, <laughs> it's reconnaissance, it's the whole um, process of the kill chain. Mm. Um, Lockheed Martin has a pretty good illustration of what the kill chain is. Can when you it comes. send me some links so I can yes, include? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, ad- advanced persistent threats, APTs, um, they're known as nation state hackers or whatever. When, in order to kind of um, gain a foothold into any type of corporation or even an individual, they do their, their, their homework mm-hmm. like everyone else, <laughs> uh, like the interview, like we talked about earlier. Um, so they go in, they check all your social media, they check who you talk to, any type of forums you are. Engineers are like prime, prime like persons of interest. You know why? Hmm. Because they talk about, um, they talk at lectures, they, they post any of their like dissertations or their research. And so one, you know that they're using that at their, their current, um, employer. Um, they now have an idea of what you're an expert at. And so obviously you're going to incorporate that into your employment Two, There's probably going to be some type of vulnerability that they can gain access to. Um, three, you're going to look at your social media, any type of accounts that you have, LinkedIn, whatever, look at your past. Then they're going to compile some type of, um, all right, New York city. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's proof <laughs> that we're uh, <laughs> right. definitely not discotheque no. going on right now. No, we're, st- we're stuck. Well, this is what we get for being, uh, for like being basically live. in the heart of Manhattan. Ex- exactly, yes. Yeah. All right. So um, I think 
crisis averted? I think yes. so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so they're going to build this awesome um, word text file and they're and they're gonna put in the basic passwords like um, like from the Rocky database, you know, that we all know from, you know, that you can put into Metasploit or John the Ripper or whatever. Um, but then they're going to customize it to put words that you commonly use mm -hmm. in your conversations with others so on social media. Question. So then are they going to be trying those things? Absolutely. But won't uh, secure systems like, for example, Gmail. Mm -hmm. Isn't Gmail going to block them? I mean, that's going to be, it's going to raise a flag, right? You if, can't just hit Gmail a thousand times. So right? because of like web app security, um, yes, there are certain um, aspects in security hmm. of that are known. If there are unknown vulnerabilities, they're going to exploit them. Right. So like your firewalls have, ACLs, your access control lists. Right. They are only have known vulnerabilities that the public knows about mm. that, that they will block. Right. But if, you know, a baby genius hacker goes in and is penetrating <laughs> like um, a, a website and they're like, oh my God, I found an exploit. They're going to be there. That is, then they share it with other hackers. And you know why? Because they love that notoriety. They love the feel of like, yes, I'm the first one. Uh, and they, and that's how they get caught hmm. because they talk. So then let's talk about ultimately what do they get out of it? They sell this information? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, the, um, so everyone knows about the dark web. Um, you can access it through, you know, the onion router tour. Um, onion router, man, I don't even know what these things are. <laughs> what is the onion router? The onion router. So you can download it. Uh -huh. um, supposedly there's this rumor that everyone who downloads the tour, you know, is is like tracked by the government. Like now you're on their database or whatever. But that's why it's important to use a VPN and a proxy and all that good stuff yeah. um, for all my security people out there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to our security people. As, as you're do, doing this, I'm going to make you round two. Because oh, this thank sounds, you. Sounds, sounds it's like, going to get crazy and deep right. and very foreign and right. alien-ish. We're talking VPN, guys. And conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> so, okay. Tell us, tell us about VPNs. Who should be using VPNs and why? Everybody. Yeah. I did this like segment because I was traveling um, quite a bit, and um, I, I I told people I'm like you're going through the airport, and I know I spotted a lot of things that people were doing that they should be doing, like using a VPN. I don't personally use public Wi-Fi because hackers love playing jokes. <laughs> affectionately they play jokes and they put um an access point out there rogue access point and obviously it's not going to be encrypted and then they can whatever you're 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 using that wi-fi point form the traffic goes in there unencrypted obviously they're not going to put like https they want to see everything in plain text sorry one second <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and then that bingo, they know what banking system you use, either with like some type of like traffic sniffer. Um, and, you know, you can read the PCAPs. You could um, use some type of like social engineering toolkit. You know that they're going on. So, boom, you know what email they have. You, you craft a particular spear phishing email it's uh it's in metasploit it's called the social engineering toolkit se toolkit um and you're able to copy the exact email or website then create your link to um how you want to obtain or parse that data from them they click it and because you know that they're on right now and then you have their username and password and you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to take that risk. I'm going to use my phone as a hotspot. Yeah, so what? I'm going to get charged up the wazoo if I don't have unlimited data, but I do. So no worries there. <laughs> um, cheers to unlimited data. Yeah, cheers to unlimited data. And, and round two. And, uh, yes, round two. I don't know uh, how you say, uh, como se dice... Round dos in Espanol. I have to learn Spanish now. We'll talk about that later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, public Wi-Fi. No, no good in any scenario. If you have a VPN, I guess um, is is good. What is a VPN ultimately going to do that fixes that problem? Um, it's almost like a double encryption it puts you so um we'll go back to the basics yeah. so it tunnels the so there's a tunnel and it's a secure tunnel then it takes your packet and encrypts it with um an additional like salt hash mm -hmm. i believe um probably you guys i'm doing this from memory no but so, en encryption, yeah. encryption yeah. is key and right. so then it goes through a private tunnel right and then it gets unencrypted on the other side um so like if you have to go, like ssh to your server or whatever right it, as long as you're you know they want to make sure that no one is able to penetrate that tunnel you know no attackers are able to read that traffic got it so it gets um it will get, so we're encoding this data. Mm -hmm. And then how does my server on the other end, when I SSH into it, mm -hmm. knows to decrypt it or decode it? Like, how does it know that I went through a VPN? And how does it know what the key is to, to decode it? I'm getting a little technical here. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to understand the basics. Yeah. And, and stop me if this is uh, off topic. Um, I, I believe... Let, um, if I remember correctly, you have your signature keys that allows like public private key. Uh -huh. So then that is able to encrypt. So this person sends me something. Right. I have my um, my private key and then you can decrypt it with their public key. Okay. I don't know if I'm right on okay. that. But right. it's in that realm. The point is. Yes, yeah. the point is <laughs> right. it is more safe than if you were to not use it. Got it. Yeah. So VPN, you recommend it for everybody. Should you use it at home? 
Yes. At home too. Yes. Okay. Are they free Most ones? Most people. Are you sure? So you I use. Uh, it's not like a promotion thing. I <laughs> use Nord VPN, and they were like doing this crazy promotion, like for three years. It was like five dollars or whatever, and then you can use up to like five accounts or whatever. Hmm. I can't remember. It was like crazy inexpensive, um, and you use a special code or whatever. And um, I put it on all my devices. I put it on my television. I put it on my phone. I put it on my boyfriend's phone. I put it on my laptop. And I put it on um, both of our desktops. So you can use, oh, I put it on the, what is it, the fire stick. Oh. Because, well, (laughs) I stream um, through this, like, program. It was a TTV or something. Okay. And then if you don't use a VPN it slows down the, the streaming and then you can't watch the shows that you want to watch. Right. I think I just incriminated myself. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone uses it, so whatever. <laughs> the drunk web is unaware of... <laughs> I see. All right, so, so that's... Uh, okay, so VPN, uh, be a little thoughtful about your passwords and yes. your usernames. Yes. Um, public Wi-Fi, try to avoid as much as you can. Yes. What about um, airplane... Wi-Fi. Should just the, sleep. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I love my naps. So just sleep. You don't need to use right. the Wi-Fi. I, and they actually try to use a VPN on uh, airplane mode, and it doesn't allow you. So mm. don't don't risk it. And I mean, it would be silly t- for a hacker to try to hack an airplane. What if they got into right? Yeah. The actual boom. Yeah. Stuff. I see. Well. Hmm. Or what if there was like an inexperienced hacker right. and then they fucked everything up? Mm, oh yeah, you're putting lives at risk. Definitely, yeah. Even if it's not an airplane, Just I think don't you're, do you're it. yeah, I think you're messing with uh, yeah. So, all right, I don't think we'll ever know the the answer to my following question, but I want to ask you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much of this privacy, uh, security, kind of fears that we're talking about? that everybody is kind of talking about. Mm-hmm. How much of it is real? How much of it is fear-mongering? Oh, there's so much fear-mongering. Yeah. There's so much. Right. Um, the average person isn't going to be targeted, but the average person is also a prime target because they're unsuspecting and they're unaware. Mm. And if I'm watching someone and I know that they have a pretty substantial savings or whatever... I will target them. I will. But not you personally. Not me personally. <laughs> <laughs> no. But right. this is the thought mentality a that, would, that yeah. a evil, malicious person would do. Right. And they're targeting hardworking Americans. Mm-hmm. And that fucking sucks. That sucks. Yeah. But they've always been there, right? They've always been there. And <sighs> it goes back to fucking snake oil. Yeah. So th- there's no difference between that and the modern day. Hack. I remember. But then I don't want to put hacker as like a, a negative connotation because there are good hackers out there. And mm-hmm. I hate the fact that hackers, the word is like considered bad because it's not. Yeah. The word comes with a lot of baggage. Yeah. yeah. And and there's there's actually good hackers and people are like, oh, that's penetration. No, we're all we're a community of hackers. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Woo. Yeah, my, my Instagram <laughs> is going berserk. I'm not even on Wi-Fi right now. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're right. There's, there's, 
there's malicious hacking. But I feel like it's the industry's fault for not coming up with another word. Let's just not call it hacking anymore. Like give the bad guys hacking. Let's call the other one. <laughs> let's call the good one. I don't know something else. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I mean, if I could come up with the word and mm. coin it, I, yeah. I would make a lot of money. Do you, <laughs> I would have done it already. Yeah. Do you like Mr. Robot? <laughs> I love that show. I why have they not come out with with season four right now? I'm like on the edge of my seat. Well, I'm he's like, too famous now. He's, uh, no, <laughs> he's not too famous. They're in the works. They're talking about okay. it. Like. That supposedly that you know yeah come on mr malik yeah malik malik yes rami malik rami malik yes Um, hurry up yeah (laughs) he's he's amazing um i watched a a few episodes i just don't have the patience or the time to sit down but i really enjoyed it i thought it was because we all know about those you know dumb stupid you know, like views CSI into Miami, where they like have the double hackers. Yeah. Having, like, on the you know what bothers me? I, like, I was like, what the? No, no way that would ever There's happen no in real life. <laughs> you know what bothers me the most about those is the the sound of the computer. Like when they're when it's hacking or when it's typing, it's like, it's like yeah, like that the sound, sound of the keyboard. It's, it's, it's never it's a, yes, no, it doesn't. No, no. don't no. Ter- I almost no. want my terminal to sound like that when it's like <laughs> npm installed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like no. But when I I was a little skeptical when it came to Mr. Robot, but then I was sitting there on the couch and I I made my I made my boyfriend watch it with me, um, and he was like he was like why are you getting all excited? I'm like because they're actually using yeah real life sort of stuff yeah. yeah like the references when it comes to hacking he's like but it's a tv show i'm like no you don't get it i said they hired a a SME for this program right and and he's like oh i just don't get it his his <laughs> phrase is there's only one uh, there's only enough room in this house for one nerd <laughs> <laughs> is he he's not in technology no 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 okay. no yeah um, yeah so i um love you <laughs> You, you know how hard that is as a filmmaker to yes. to have that stuff be accurate. I mean, yes. the writing is one thing, but mm-hmm. to have it on on screen, be ready to go, yes, and look good and look large enough that people can see and people like you and I can look into it and go, oh, that's actual code. Supposedly, Rami actually took like classes right. to learn Which how awesome. to use Kali Linux. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> he's totally using Kali right yeah, now. Yeah. 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 Good for him. Good for him. I like that. When they go a little far, too far they with go the acting. into like yeah. the, the, the role. Yeah. But ideally the, the writers. So I know Silicon Valley has some uh, Google or Facebook people on I, set where they're talking about like scrum. And <laughs> that's I was recently told by um the other team that i work with the black bot they're like you have to watch silicon valley and i was mm. like when do i have time now like mm. it, i'd love to sit down and just fucking zombie out yeah they're short so they're not they yeah t- they're not like game of thrones two hours it's oh my uh, god are you excited i'm so excited i've never seen a single <laughs> oh episode my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay yeah. we won't talk about it yeah, a, <laughs> yeah we're, so we're getting off topic but um Something you said about how it's so sad that we have the malicious hacker. I remember when I was nine or ten, um, my mom and I would go to uh, 
to pick up my dad in the afternoon from his office. Do you remember those days when your car stereo system would come out? You you would you would pull it out so and take it with no you. No one would would. Um, yeah, so they won't take it, or the face would come off. So no one would steal that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, my mom and I parked the car, and then just went upstairs. My dad's like, "Hey, I need five minutes. Just come upstairs. I need to wrap this up." Uh, so we went up there. Five minutes. We came back down. The car door was was open, and the thing was gone. And we we'd left it in because we're like, "Oh, we're just coming back." And I remember the feeling of, like, I felt violated, you know? And I was nine. I didn't really have the concept of, um, you know, what it's like to lose something like that. That was the first time I felt that. And I thought, well, of course you're hurt. But then you're like, that's kind of just a byproduct of having things. That someone who doesn't have it and knows how to steal it is going to try to do that. And I think with all these technology and advancements, while they're so wonderful and exciting, there's just going to be, you know, every action has an equal opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. There's going to be byproducts, which is smarter theft, you know, smarter people who are, and it's just our responsibility to, um, I think, protect ourselves. So can you teach me some more stuff? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, You make a great point. And with a criminal justice background, um, we were told, don't give the opportunity to that person. It's a crime of opportunity when someone steals something from your car. We, um, I, I, wait. Someone told me, there we go, that (laughs) their laptop was stolen from their car. And I said, did you have it in, in visit with? They're like, oh, I just leave it in there all the time. And I said, why do you give, no one is ever going to break into your car unless they see something valuable. Why are you giving them that opportunity? Just don't leave shit in your car. Like, I mean, I can't speak for the hoarders, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even so, like if you have a bunch of trash in there and you do have something valuable, like put it under the trash, yeah. like it's security and obscurity, which is like the worst thing to do. But <laughs> if you have to do it, you know, hide it under the trash, but don't give them that opportunity. That's what I'm saying. Just, you know, if you have valuables, like in my house, I'm not going to put something that I feel like is like precious to me, like a ring on display. Or, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to tell anybody it's about kind of it either. Same. Like the whole humble brag, like, oh my God, um, my husband got me this six carat like <laughs> ring. And obviously you're going to be a fucking target. Right. Don't do that Don't shit. Do that and, like, yeah, good for you. Right. You, you're loved in a like property way, I guess. Mm. Like that's what you think love or value is, but that's a different, yeah, um, different <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, you are bragging because you want the likes or you want the like notoriety or you want like that. Like <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate mail after this because <laughs> first we're shitting over the first, the first thing we're talking about. Now we're like, okay, oh, rings aren't that cool. I mean, no, I'm not God. saying that rings aren't cool, but I'm saying the whole humble brag idea of like, look what I got. I got this Mercedes Benz or I got these new rims or I got this no, I get new it. I get whatever. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not like, I'm not, you know, it's not a fucking witch hunt on rings. <laughs> okay. 
I like I like bling too. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you're right, putting it on display. There was this whole thing about Facebook. Why is Facebook, why is my stuff on Facebook or something like that? My photos and my status update. And, and I'm like, you put it there. You, it's like opening your window and shouting mm-hmm. out secrets about your family. So, you know, we we pretend we care about privacy, but our actions are proving otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, we there's all this hype about, oh, uh, hackers are there to get you. These companies, Facebook is evil. I'm like, don't put it on Facebook. <laughs> they're not going to... Instagram gonna t- is an extension of Facebook. Look what we're doing now. Right, we're exactly. putting We're putting ourselves out there sure, yeah. to be victimized. Right. But, I mean, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the fucking kitchen. Yeah, I mean, I do this and I talk about, like, drinking. Yeah. And this whole thing, I should have, by the way, put a little more thought into the podcast name because I'm so tired of drinking. I'm not even... (laughs) 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 But, but yeah, you're right. Like, I'm video, audio, which I don't necessarily think is a a bad thing. Like, you're putting yourself out there. We Mm -hmm. want to be exposed to what it is that we are doing Mm -hmm. and... If it's something professional, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you put 400 pictures of your two-year-old, they're that they're they're is, gonna be out there. That is something that I'm like completely against. I think there's an actress out there who doesn't have any pictures of her children because she didn't want mm. to have that kind of publicity. Right. Everyone thinks, well, I have my profile on pi- private. Actually, you don't. Mm. You do hear about the databases being breached all the time. Yeah. You think that that's private? What if you think that uncle or auntie, whatever, is in your network and you accept them and they're a fucking creeper pedophile shit. Now they have, they're going to screenshot it. They're going to share it. And then it goes into the dark web, into this fucking kiddie pool shit i had to deal with a lot of that shit in my past and i couldn't believe the like network that they have out there and it's sickening and it Mm. it, like the terrors at your soul that there's people like that out there and and people are naive and ignorant to think that their children are are not being exploited because they are Mm. if you don't want that don't do it it's simple as that. Do you feel the same about sending an iMessage or text messaging your, I mean, you want to share your photos with your family. Absolutely. And <laughs> that's why I use like Signal or Wicker. Um, if I want to send something that I feel like mm, might be risque. Mm. But, but <laughs> how, how, is that, or, how is that better? Because um, it's an, an encrypted app and they don't keep any of the history of your text messages mm. in their database. So like... Um, is WhatsApp encrypted? No. WhatsApp's so so WhatsApp is encrypted, but if a um, any type of like law enforcement agency wanted to subpoena it, they could access those records. Got it. Um, Got it. I don't know any history or uh, use cases on Signal or Wicker that has successfully gained... Um, databases um, to use those. Like people ask me all the time, are you using WhatsApp? No, I would never use WhatsApp. They're like, what's wrong with WhatsApp? I'm like, well, just look at their history. Uh, I I just don't. Mm. Uh, Yeah, it's encrypted, but it doesn't mean shit. Right. 
<laughs> well, are you scared yet? <laughs> how many apps? How many apps? If you delete an app, uh, write a comment. On <laughs> I'm in fear of failure because society tells you that you have to succeed all the time. And I've actually learned that failure is okay. You know why? Because when you fail, you actually build upon those failures in order to succeed and i'm i am slowly learning that i'm trying to br like brainwash myself <laughs> i don't know when failure became so not okay you know yeah like failure is so part of the process exactly it is all of a sudden it's you fail once and that's it it isn't for me and it's it, and it, yeah they like give up yeah. and they're like why did I, why did I put all this time into it? Uh, you know what? You know, they don't want me. It's not, yeah. Yeah. It's and not I'm, for me. And I'm like, no, that yeah. was one person. Yeah. Really. That was one person that said that you weren't good enough for them. Yeah. And who says that you aren't good enough for them? Mm -hmm. You go out there and you do you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we're, we're getting close to an hour, by the way. But let's, let's go back and talk a little bit more about the role of women in mm -hmm. technology mm -hmm. do you see it changing it sounds like your immediate environment you are pretty um by yourself as far as gender goes right but it, this doesn't seem to bother you no do you do you see it changing at all by talking to friends yes and, yeah. yes and um i see it changing because there are um, groups out there that are actually going towards the source which is educating young women mm. um in elementary schools or middle schools or high school it's okay to be a nerd it's actually kind of cool to be a nerd it's cool now yeah i mean look at my handle <laughs> 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 but um the these these um groups are are giving them exposure mm -hmm. to um this other world that no one else knew about, right. but it's also giving exposure to young men as well. Sure. There, and this is our future. So, um, why not embrace it? And the divisiveness against us versus them mm. is very uh, offensive for me. It's dangerous. And it is dangerous. Like, okay, I'm going to come out and say it. And I'll probably get a lot of hate mail too. Um, I have never experienced anything in my life where I felt like they picked me because I'm a woman or they um, discriminated against me because I'm a woman. I've experienced a lot of shit in my life. And you reflect and you think, okay, what did I do wrong? I had a, a secret service agent uh, finish my background and he goes, you didn't do anything wrong. The person did something wrong. And that's why he's like, that's why we accepted you because you considered that you accepted fault, but we knew that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And you owned up to everything that you did. And I'm like, but it, Okay. <laughs> okay. Just, okay. Okay. I'm taking the job. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this whole idea of like, they didn't accept me because I'm a girl is not the case. Okay. We, there are women out there 
that are in the same boat as you and we want to help you get that job. We want to help you navigate through that experience. We want to warn you of some of the things that you shouldn't take offense of because that is the culture. I don't know. If you can't defeat them, join them type thing. Like the whole Kelly Linux motto, like, you know, being like the whole like listening is greater. You guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, Like being silent is actually greater and -hmm. then you can work your way in. That's what reconnaissance is about. That's what APTs do. So if you go in there and you learn... What's APT? Advanced Persistent Threat. So your um, nation state actors. Uh-huh. Um, so if you go in there and you learn your environment and, and you are... And you're doing your job and you're, and you're producing the work that you promised, then within there, then you can change. You, you come out from an outsider and you attack and you offend... No one's going to listen to you. There's a tact when it comes to a change. Right. And I mean, let's look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, my fucking <laughs> hero. <laughs> like, I love her to death. <laughs> I mentioned that to someone. They're like, who's Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I'm like, what? notorious RBG. What the? <laughs> Get out of here. That's like my hero. Um, she was strong in her position but she worked from the inside she listened Mm. and you can tell from her history as a supreme court justice even before then at at her at you know the the, her law school she did it with fucking tact with fucking precision and that is the that is the person that i aspire to be you know i'm not going to make waves because that is something that it, that is divisive. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the what they they call it identity politics. We're it's, supposed it's, to be a community. Yeah, but when, when you start putting identity into it, that's a dangerous game. It it's so easy to turn us into us and them. Yes. And and you know the choice is yours. You can play that game if you want, but you you're not gonna win. I mean, do you want to do you want to win or do you want to have an argument that makes you feel good about yourself i mean if you truly want to win the the right way to do that is exactly what you said work from the inside listen try to understand listen. first then to be understood listen linda listen <laughs> who's who's are we talking about who's, yeah that who's, little the little the little kid yeah right right, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. um and so by working hard and and not being so entitled and by going after the things that you want instead of the ego hit of the yes. thing that you want, right? Those totally two totally different, yeah, yeah, two two separate things. And by the way, how do you feel guys react to that, right? If, when a guy doesn't get a job, I mean, that is, to you, it might be like, oh my God, it's because of my gender. To the guys, like, I'm not a, a man enough to get this. Like, our ego is way more um, sensitive. Oh, totally. And and, and it's, it's a you know, punch. And- that is my fault. I've never asked a man how they felt when they didn't get a job. That maybe I should take a perspective on on all genders. I, I just think uh, that we're yeah. we're all in this together, we're, right? We are all it, in this together. Yeah. This, this is teamwork. Yeah. We're all this. So, if specifically, um, insecurity mm. 
we are working for a common goal is keeping malicious actors out of our corporations or out of our networks or whatever. It's we're not going this whole like team against team or whatever. We're trying to work better into yeah. being more transparent, being more fluid. So what is your uh, so far? How's your experience on the drunk web? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna um, so um, shout out to the Anduo family. They know that I get a little um, more loud <laughs> when I drink, and I know you guys know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm a little tipsy. Okay, well, the good news is that uh, inside the software that I use for editing audio, we can level the uh, the volume. So so that's fine. We can go up and down. Um, but as far as uh, uh, hopefully we were able to answer some questions about, mm -hmm. I think it's good to get a perspective of somebody like you because I can sit here and talk about all the strong opinions that I have uh, and I probably talked a little bit more than I, I should have. I, I should have listened to you a little more, especially in the beginning. I feel like I just came out with my with my opinions. But but you're here and you mm -hmm. can tell us about you know your experience. So I'm, I'm grateful that you did. Um, I'm glad you did. Tomorrow, maybe we'll do another one that's a little less controversial, a little more about security. But I, I, I hope that at least mm -hmm. if there's one person that takes this away from from the episode, that look, I can blame this on a thousand things. Yes. But when was the last time I went in there and I killed it, mm -hmm. and then I went in and I killed it again, mm -hmm. and then I, I, they said no to me. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly killing it and you know your shit, like you said, mm -hmm. um, chances are there's a place for you and, and people want people want you around mm -hmm. for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But most importantly, you're going to make money for them. So why would they push you away? This is not. Yeah. Let's, let's not turn this into an identity thing. Yeah. So. All right. So that's all the stuff I had. Just tell us one more thing before we wrap up. You met somebody today. Oh, yes. Yes, tell us the story. So who's this person? What happened? Okay, Christina Roth. She is the CEO of Super She. She owns her own fucking island. I mean, what the <laughs> heck? That's, a, that's badass. That's badass. <laughs> that is pretty badass. She was a CEO of another company. Um, I'm a little tipsy, so I can't really think of the name right now. <laughs> um, but like, she went viral as soon as she... Um, bought her own island. It's a woman's only island. But I I got connected with her through my director, um, Mark Mattis at uh, Costco. And he said, you need to talk to her. Mm -hmm. Like she is an entrepreneur. She's a businesswoman. She came from tech. You guys would get along so well. So she yes. invited me oh, to her headquarters, which is her like second home in Manhattan. Mm. And she's like, this is going to be Super She's um, new headquarters. And it's beautiful. That's it's awesome. It's an atmosphere of beach. I had to take off my boots. Oh, wow. What part of Manhattan? Um, Soho. Cool. I, th I was going to say, this sounds like a Soho place. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, she was, I mean, it was, she was a fresh, fresh of breath air. Hmm. And she said, I, I told her about like my experience with this new like startup that I'm working with, uh, with BlackBot. And she goes, your CEO is right. You need to get that employee mindset out 
and you need to use common sense. And I was like, what do you mean common <laughs> sense? <laughs> and she was like, she's like, oh, okay, go to the roots. Like you want customers, right? So you need to recruit and sell, sell and recruit. That is all you need. She's like, you don't need any of this other shit. And she's like, you don't need whatever as long as you get your customers that's so amazing yeah. you, got, you got to sit down with her and, and oh my office god because she sounds like because my friends at brunch i was telling you earlier they recognize this uh, name and they're like oh that's so awesome she's a super badass woman and yes so that's all so are you friends now yes she gave me her phone number Boom. There you go. <laughs> friendship friendship mate <laughs> she told me that they're creating this app for um super she and um she wants to create this network for um women that are in this like uh like just to like talk yeah. and to share their experiences mm-hmm. and i'm like who are you you're like this like unicorn <laughs> and i'm i felt like so humbled in in her presence like i was like who who are you awesome. so yeah, shout out yeah, shout out to her yeah yeah but awesome. she gave me this advice like it's okay to fail it's okay to not understand it's okay to ask questions and this whole venture of learning startup in the tech business in um in entrepreneurship I don't know nothing about. And she's like, that's okay. Who cares? You get your job done and then do it. And then I was like, what? (laughs) Slowly, step by step. Yeah, slowly. And the light bulb went on. And I said, okay, I got some, I got some chatting to do. But she's like, get that. She's like, I'm so glad you got out of the government. She's like, you need, you, you are private. She's like, you need to do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, (laughs) That's kind of cool when somebody at that level tells you. Uh, yeah, things, yeah. Like, oh, wow. I, I mean, it feels good. And then her husband brought us tea, and I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so fancy pants right now." <laughs> without without shoes on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, with no shoes. Yeah, yes, that's, that's, like her her space was beautiful. It was like a beach setting. She had like all the sounds of the beach. She had a projector. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So it's gonna be a workspace, and like they we work. Ha- yeah and so all these projectors have um like a beach scene and then she's gonna get multiple projectors in soho yes (laughs) in this beautiful apartment it's huge and it's like uh, it's like all the waves and i was like i love you (laughs) (laughs) awesome uh before we wrap up any more uh shout outs anybody else you want to call out I guess the Kadena family and the Anduho family and the boyfriend, obviously. He's been my biggest supporter. We're in a long distance relationship right now. Oh, where does he live? He lives in Southern California. Okay. And I moved up to Seattle for my career. We've been together for eight years. Your success is with your support system. It doesn't have to be a, a, um, a boyfriend or whatever. Or don't. Or just support yourself. Hmm. So there's two sides of it. Like you don't have to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend to like for you to succeed. You could probably succeed more if you didn't have like someone who's like, uh, where are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that never works. Yeah. <laughs> <That> never works. <laughs> but if you have that support system and you're like, do what you need to do, I'll be here for you, yeah. with you, like just do it. Yeah. That makes you like 
puts fuel into your jets yeah. and you it's like you move faster it's it's very nice yeah, yeah it is it's, it's, it's great yeah. yeah it's a daily reminder that you're doing good yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah how lucky excellent well listen i'm uh very grateful that you came here i'm um, more grateful yeah <laughs> so thank, yeah thank you for being here not a competition <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now i i do plan on having as many badass women on the podcast as as maybe i can. We can get christina on here maybe yeah <laughs> we'll make her a dirty martini <laughs> um but i i do think that you're absolutely right it's it's a really good takeaway for myself too that instead of turning us into us versus them, them, yeah, let's join forces because we all struggle. You know, let's not put your struggles uh, above anybody else. Absolutely. Everybody else is having, you'd have no idea what's going on with them. Absolutely. Like, even men, even straight white men, they have struggles too. Absolutely. And if we're really fighting for equality, we need to fight for equality for everybody. For everybody. Right. Not just not just yours. With that said, any any final words before we wrap up? Anything else? Shout out to STEM Advantage. I I graduated with no um with no college debt. And because they gave me my scholarship oh. because they believed in me. Shout out. That's a big deal. Yeah. Man, that's a problem. Oof, no. That's a, that's a whole episode. It's a, yeah. Yeah. They Oof. they they support um California State University students in STEM. And I wouldn't be where I'm at financially stable if it wasn't for them that's awesome yeah so good job guys good job (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh thank you everybody for listening this became a little longer uh, of an episode than i thought it would be but you know it's hard to stop once you once you go yeah uh, once the whiskey is flowing and the dirty martini yeah um and so hopefully we'll do another episode tomorrow with daniel if if he can just get his ass to new york come on (laughs) dude supposed to be here yesterday (laughs) Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, greatest uh, quote of all time. Seek first to be understood. No, I'm drunk. See, <laughs> <laughs> seek first to understand, then to be understood. We're yes. all trying to be understood first. Yes. Just listen first. And, and then, uh, yeah, <laughs> it'll be your turn soon. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, huge shout out to all the lady coders uh in my life and at my at work uh, on instagram on the podcast um if you are uh, crushing it out there awesome job if if you don't think you're crushing it you're so close i know i can feel it you're so close just keep going a little bit longer do it do Do it it. (laughs) (laughs) and um uh, and also i i do want to hear from um, not just the female listeners, mm-hmm. especially from female listeners, but I, I want to hear from all the listeners. I am reaching out to uh, more and more people on Instagram to see um, how this is working out, what kind of what kind of stuff works out, what topics they want to talk about. I am very interested in talking to you. It doesn't matter who you are, how much experience you have. It doesn't matter. Just um, please reach out to me. I, I do want to talk to you. Hopefully, we can make the show better. Um, with that said, that's all I got. There's no sponsors. There's no nothing. We're going to continue having some more drinks. It's a Saturday night in New York City. It's a beautiful, it's the first nice day of this year. You don't year. have to wear a sweater. Yeah, it was, it was really nice today. And uh, with that said, have a good night. And uh, Buenas noches. See you next time. Salud. Salud.